Hi, and welcome back to Arts for Every Life podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to hear conversations about artists and life in the arts. We've got another really interesting conversation for you today with Crystal Edwards. She's one of the dance teachers here at the Dr. Phillips Center, Florida Hospital School of the Arts, and it is time to sign up for spring classes, and so she's going to give us some insight into the classes that she teaches. She teaches a range of classes from contemporary. She's taught tap, jazz. She teaches creative movement sometimes with the little ones, and she started a new class called Move With Me. It's a baby-wearing class for new parents and caretakers to work with their young infant children and, and start moving. So a really interesting approach. Really loved hearing from her about her approach to dance and how that feeds her approach to life. The companies she's worked with and the background that she's had, I hope that you'll be interested in it. And I hope it will inspire you not only to take a movement class, but also to check out the two incredible American dance companies that are coming to the Dr. Phillips Center. Alvin Ailey is coming and Palabalus. Really want you to take a look at that and get your tickets to see these two truly amazing dance companies. Um, They're American originals. And sign up for dance classes. I think after you listen to Crystal talk about movement and how it affects your life, that you're going to want to. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Arts for Every Life podcast of the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts in Orlando, Florida. All right, well, welcome, Crystal. How are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Mm, that. It's chilly today. It is a little cold. <laughs> yeah, it is, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> thanks for being here. Yeah. So um, we wanted to talk today about um, the Dr. Phillips Center, Florida Hospital School of the Arts, and your role with that. When we talk about um, the School of the Arts, we're always talking about the performing arts classes um, that we have, and we kind of give a, a broad stroke that it's it's dance, music, and theater. Kind of everything kind of falls under there. Um, and so you're the dance portion. I am, yes. <laughs> I teach many dance classes here. So tell me about that. What classes have you taught? What summer camps? Yes, so I, I, start, I started teaching the first semester that the school opened. Oh, wow. Um, and I taught creative movement to the three to five-year-olds, oh, which was goodness. so sweet, and um, adult tap. Wow. Okay. So yeah, very uh, <laughs> wide range. I teach uh-huh. from anywhere from actually younger than three, uh, very small, to you know over ninety nine. I teach um, okay. as the as big age range as you can. I'm I love teaching. Okay. So I taught creative movement and tap, and then um, currently I teach hip hop. And, um, and what age group is that? Hip hop. The current ones are they're like it's six to nine, uh-huh. um, but there's I think some ten and eleven year olds in um, in the class as okay. well. Sure. Um, and then I also teach a baby wearing dance class for adults. So yes, those that's are called Move with Me. Move with Me, baby wearing. So there's moms um, or caretakers. Mm-hmm. Could be dads. We don't have any dads. It's just moms right now, and they're. Um, Children, infant, um, infant to mm, toddler age, yeah. um, and they wear them for the dance class. And what does that mean what, for those of us that don't have toddlers right now? Um, what do you mean you wear them? So there are um, 
basically like a little baby Bjorn. Uh, yes, there's lots stuffy, of different. Or? There's lots of different kinds. Mm-hmm. There's um, Bjorns. There's there's something called Tulas. There's wraps. Okay. But basically, you're wearing them. Uh, most of the moms wear them on the front of uh-huh. their body, so it's almost like a little backpack on the front. Okay. And the baby sits in there. They can face in or they can face out. Okay. And it's just an f- amazing time for the moms to get a great workout and connect with other people and Uh other adults when they're surrounded by a little child all day. It's nice to make eye contact with another human and (laughs) say hello and get to move. So they get an artistic fulfillment. They get um, a physical workout for themselves and they also get to be with the with their baby and connect and the and that's, child that's real bonding time yes this this movement yes they're i um, mean because you're connected to the child the uh-huh. child is att- is attached to you right. and so it's also amazing for the the child because yeah. they get to hear the music and mm-hmm. they just love to move oh, i mean they're just they're nice. feeling the movement of everything we do mm-hmm. um, and then we play little, fun little games with them where we go to the mirror and play peekaboo but in general, generally, it's geared towards the mom um, okay. and all or of dad. the or dad or <laughs> character. We really, it could really be anybody. Yeah. Right now, we've just had um, moms in the class, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I, I teach in a way that it's open to absolutely anyone. You don't have to have any experience um, for this class. You just have to love to move. Okay. Um, so that's really fun. So I teach, yes, I teach hip hop and the baby wearing class. I also sub for jazz and tap um, uh-huh. when it's needed at the center. Oh, so great! I can really teach. Any of the classes that uh, the center offers, and I do is whenever I'm needed. All right. And you do the summer camp as well? I do, yes. I've done it for the, um, both years that mm-hmm. it's been around. I've taught um, contemporary modern um, at the class, at, at the camp. And um, um, and which camp is that? That's usually... The dance We camp. just do a dance. It's just general yes, dance. Yes, general dance. And then we have a, a couple different kind of genres going on. Yes. We um, typically have a jazz, contemporary, and hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And so the students... I'll take every class every day and then wow. they also get to work with us as a choreographer. So not only are we teaching technique, but we're also choreographing a piece for them that they learn in four days wow. and then perform. And I absolutely love that because choreography is one of my passions uh-huh. as well. So, and I love creation. Um, I love the process mm-hmm. and it's very fun to be able to come into a performing arts institution and work with students who are 18 and under. They're mm-hmm. typically 10 to 18, 19 for the dance camp wow. and give them a professional led creation experience mm. because many, many kids don't get that. They, sure. they may go to a studio and they may just get taught five, six, seven, eight. This is how you do your steps. Whereas right. Some I foundational in, steps. Yeah. I come in from a professional perspective, having worked professionally with multiple companies and mm-hmm. choreographed for all ages and universities and professional companies and give them an experience that they may not be used to. So it opens their mind, it it breaks some boundaries down Uh and they get to really help with the creation and not just be told what to do. So they get to think as well as dance. I was wondering about that when you were talking about the creation of the choreography. So it's not something that, you know, in May you sit down and say, okay, this is what I'm going to choreograph and I'm going to bring this to summer camp and and here's the piece of music and here it is, everybody. Yeah. A lot of, there's there's so many different ways to choreograph Mm -hmm. and many people do that and it works beautifully and brilliantly for them. If they have an idea. (laughs) Yes. And so typically um, my creation process is I do, I I start with a concept. Mm -hmm. So I start with a concept, whether it is um, a concept like about home, being home, being close to family, Mm -hmm. whether, or whether it's a movement concept. Okay. So we have specific, um, specific gestures that I'm really interested in. So Mm. it'll, it kind of depends, but I'll start with a concept and sometimes I'll have music the first year 
The first year, I did not give the dancers the music until day three. Wow. And that, oh, of, of day four? Of yeah, four days. Yes. Okay. Um, so they were very, I mean, they were they were blown away because they've just never worked in, in that kind of oh, wow. um, environment. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing. And, and it, really, it really called for them to be specific with their choreography and their mm-hmm. movement and not completely rely on the music. And then when we put it together, they were... You know, I had the music in my mind, yeah. so I knew what I was choreographing kind uh-huh. of um, based off of and yeah. like in trying to play with relationships to the music, but I didn't want them to think, I have to do this right now because the music is on an eight count and I, you right. know, I really wanted the movement to drive. And then I had a relationship to the music. So that was the first year. Um, the second well, year- Well, I have to ask you, um, yeah. uh, working with contemporary uh, choreographers, so do you count or do you da 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 mm-hmm. or do you do I mean, how do you, how do you frame that yeah, for them? It is, um, it varies. Uh-huh. So okay. I would say yes to all. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes we count, sometimes we make, we make noises as uh-huh. we're going, sometimes it's breath. Sometimes it's cues off of each other where there is a general, you have about 30 seconds to do this and there's no clock on stage. So we don't know when 30 seconds has passed, but we have eyes and we can look at everyone around us. And that's something that I'm very, very passionate about is when people are performing, that they are aware that they are with other people. And you're not just, you know, if you wanted to be alone on stage, it would be a solo. But for these dance camps and for the choreography classes in the School of Arts, I encourage the students to look around, dance with the people around you because we want that community. That's one of the things that I really believe dance is so, so, so strong in is Mm. providing community and um, really helping kids and adults and humans connect because we can all, we all move uh-huh. Um, my motto really is that everybody is a mover. Um, da- the word dance can scare people, sure. um, but everyone can move. If you're alive on this earth, you're mm-hmm. breathing. That yeah. means you're breathing. And in order to breathe, you have to move. You have mm-hmm. to inhale and exhale. Mm-hmm. So I truly believe that everyone is a mover, whether you're sitting down in a chair, mm-hmm. you're moving because your chest is going up and down. So I really encourage mm-hmm. the students to kind of think think outside of the realm of what they're used to doing mm-hmm. and encourage them to connect with other people and find their inner um, drive for movement. Okay, great. All yeah. right. So that's that was your approach the first year. What was your approach to um, summer camp the second year? Oh, so the second year was, was I mean, was, was very you, fun. Did you know the students a little bit better? So there were, there were a couple students that came back and that was, that was really fun to see yeah. because we had, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, there was probably, probably five to 10 students, I think, uh-huh. or may, maybe even more. I'd have you'd have to ask um, that Sarah at the School of Arts, but they to see their to see how they've changed mm. and what they had learned from us, but then from a whole year of being out doing whatever they're doing, whether right. they're taking theater classes, dance classes, soccer, whatever yeah. their form of movement is, and that was really fun to um, see them come in and you know one girl who was had never taken a dance class before in her life the first year, mm-hmm. and we saw right away wow, she has so much potential and so much just natural ability. Mm. Um, And we saw that right away. And she was in the the beginning level for the first year because she had had no technique. She had no no idea what she was getting herself into. But we immediately knew, oh, she's got this natural ability and she's going to be able to just soar. And so she came back the second year 
And I mean, she was in the second level in the, the, wow. the middle level, which is from beginner to second level. Yeah, which is and there's only wow. three levels. So we kind of yeah. have kind of more of a beginner and intermediate and an advanced level. Um, but we really just and try how old and was this young lady. I, I feel like she was pretty young. I feel like she was around 10. Like wow. she was she was on the younger side for that um, wow. for that level. But because of because of her, the natural talent that we saw and how hard she worked. I mean, that's one of the biggest, you know, you, you biggest things you work with kids and if they, if they're hard workers, they can Mm -hmm. accomplish anything just like us. I mean, if you work hard at something, you're going to be able to accomplish it. And so the, yeah, the second year was really fun to come back and see some of those and then meet, um, meet new, meet new friends and new kids. And, um, it was just, it's a blast. I absolutely love the summer intensive because it's a week long, hardcore dancing i mean mm. i um my contemporary modern classes are not easy they yeah. they work really hard and they're sometimes not used to it they're not used to doing push-ups and and all of this body strengthening exercise and going upside down so much in a modern contemporary class um, but that's really my style and okay. so i like to i like to push them physically and they just thrive when mm. when they're when they're challenged they just thrive and so that was really fun to I, to get to do it again. I lo- I just it's wonderful the summer intensives, and then you see them over the week how much they learn, and then they get on stage and get to show and perform. It's a whole another level of learning. Yeah. And then and that exactly, and they have to they have to figure out okay, I've been in the studio now, right. I'm going to be on a stage, and it's very it is an informal showing, mm-hmm. um, so it's not meant. To be like we're gonna work all week for this big show. It's big more like we're gonna work all week and then we're going to share all the hard work we've mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. So that's what we really work towards is just having them work really hard in the studio and then we just mm-hmm. share it in a mm-hmm. performance setting, but so that they still feel really comfortable um, so in what they've worked on. To me, that that um, that experience because just the energy of having an audience, even if it's a very small audience of people who love you, it's. Uh, it changes your dynamic so much yeah. from I'm moving across the floor, I'm trying to figure this out. Um, you know, it, it changes your dynamic of, of how you are um, communicating, how you are doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, and that's fun. That's fun too that you mentioned across the floor because that's what we do in the showing. We show some of the things they worked on yes. across the floor. So you so, kind of show their preparation. Yeah. It's not just recital, it's not, recital. Exactly. It's not just a piece. Um, we do work on a choreographed piece mm-hmm. with each um, each kind of age group gets a different style that they work on. But then mm-hmm. they show something from every style that they've been taking class in. And so it could be an across the floor. It could be a small center combination. It could be part of a warm up. Um, and, and, and then of course the choreographed piece that we worked on mm-hmm. for the couple days, but yeah, they to, to watch them go across the floor and see how in class, very you different. know, they're doing, yeah, they're doing <laughs> and one you're way. watching yourself in the mirror yeah. and you're and, thinking about, yeah. Oh, I could lift up on this hip a little, or I could, you're thinking very tiny details yeah. sometimes I think when you're in class. in class and then, and then they're kind of performing an across the floor, um, exercise. Right. So we, we get them ready by, by practicing, making sure they know, you know, mentally they're ready for it and physically they're ready and we usually choose things that we've been working on all week so then they get to really showcase what they've learned Mm -hmm. and um, their families and friends get to see wow look at look at all the different variety Mm -hmm. of things that they've learned this week and from very different teachers and that's one of the great things about the school of arts is 
we're not we're none of us are the same mm-hmm. teacher we don't have the same backgrounds right. so we all bring something different and then the students really influence a lot of us too and it's so fun to have that um, interplay between us and them and does that um as you work with students from semester to semester and see them go from as you were saying a beginner level to uh, an intermediate level um and and then again in the summer as you see students kind of progressing through the school of the arts and through the curriculum uh does that change how you teach then that oh well definitely i mean if you if you have a student multiple multiple um years in a row or Mm -hmm. semesters or even someone from the summer so for example i taught this past summer and then i've subbed a couple jazz classes here this semester and Uh two of the students are in that class and it's just very fun to come and teach them and for me i didn't teach them jazz over the summer you were teaching i was teaching contemporary i can't i can of course teach jazz but there was Mm -hmm. another teacher that was teaching jazz and so it was very fun to have seen them in a jazz environment that i didn't teach in the summer and then come in and teach them my style of jazz yeah um, and connect with them in a different way and they it's so fun because they get so excited especially if you're not their regular teacher right. but, they, but they've had you Different. before yeah. and so they get so excited and, they, and they're you know they're excited to learn from you again mm-hmm. and that is so fulfilling just to see them um, do that I think fun funny enough some of the the youngest little ones uh-huh. um, if you watch them you know go through a creative movement class and then maybe two years they're into like into a hip hop class, they're right. now they're six now or they're into six a ballet or seven. technique class, or, or something. yeah, and so that's fun to see them morph into different genres yeah. and kind of find what they really enjoy. Oh, neat! Yeah. That's really cool, really great. Well, that's something that's so um, exciting to me is the progression um, and the ability to have from a performing arts center in the School of the Arts um, is you can have that progression because you're not kind of adding in it's not like oh I'm taking a class today for ten dollars and you know yes. you're taking your, your one class oh, definitely. That you, that you're, that's growth. a drop in right um you're able to have that kind of growth and oh, yes. and have developed those relationships with teachers so that's really fun exciting yeah. to me um so tell me a little bit about um your background we were talking about, sure. about it a little bit and you're involved with some companies <clears throat> yes so, uh, now but tell me how you started and where you started yeah from so I got here yeah exactly <laughs> right so I have been dancing my entire life mm-hmm. um, I'm one of those that started at three and yeah. I grew up in an amazing studio that offered me every type of genre imaginable from theater and musical theater classes mm-hmm. to hip-hop and modern and <clears throat> point and ballet of course wow. and so then I, you grow up? Um, in satellite beach florida oh, okay. which is just an hour and hour yeah. and 20 minutes um, to the east of us and mm-hmm. brevard county um and then i went to the university of florida mm-hmm. and um majored in dance wow. and have a bachelor of fine arts in dance and what i learned there of course everything that had been built upon um growing sure. up but the instructors that i had at the university of florida transformed say, yeah. me into um really a thinker, a different thinker. Um, I had so much technique that my instructors from um, the studio I grew up in had given me in so much variety. Um, And then to go to the University of Florida and take from professional professionals, Mm -hmm. you know, my instructors have been professionals for a long time, really transformed my mind Mm -hmm. and put me on the path um, to where I wanted, where I am. Um, So yeah, so I, I got my BFA from the University of Florida and then I went on and I've had a few different um, routes. 
I danced for a, um, a small company in Tampa called Moving Current Dance Collective um, for just about half a year after I graduated, kind of get my feet wet a mm -hmm. little bit. And then I actually went to the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. Wow. and did an arts administration internship in their education department. Neat. So, of course, I'll, I'll always surround myself in arts education because it's extremely important to me. Um, and then I moved to Minnesota and started dancing for the company that I still currently dance for and manage called Black Label Movement. Mm -hmm. And it is an extremely physical and high-risk um, taking company. So lots of flying through the air. I was say, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, so risk. I mean, if you can just think of risk, uh, that is how that is what the company embodies. That are kind of four um, key words: are work, risk, challenge, and make. So we work really hard um, mm -hmm. physically and intellectually. Mm -hmm. We take risks um, in all areas of our art making. Challenge, we hope to challenge ourselves and an audience member so that you're not just simply coming to, sometimes it's nice to come and just sit and enjoy maybe something you know, like the mm -hmm. Nutcracker Ballet. Yeah. But most of um, our work is really meant to challenge an audience mm -hmm. member and, mm -hmm. add, and say, well, what do I think about that? Or yeah. how does that make me feel when I see that happening? Um, and then make, make art, because making art is extremely important. So that company um, I started dancing for in 2010. And then I, um, I got another opportunity out in Los Angeles, California for mm -hmm. a company called Diavolo Dance Theater. And that is best described as a Cirque du Soleil type um, modern contemporary company. Wow. So if you can think of um, the artistic director, his name is Jacques Heim, and mm -hmm. he choreographed um, Cirque du Soleil show Ka in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's had his company long before, mm -hmm. um, long before he choreographed Ka. So if you can imagine Cirque, um, the Cirque <laughs> scale of things, but then you take it into a modern contemporary fusion world, mm -hmm. um, that is what that company was. And we danced on set pieces and um, large set pieces, very yeah. large and very small. So it could be anything from a bench uh -huh. to a 15 foot door to a couple thousand pound rocking ship. Wow. Um, so that was incredible and, and required strength and endurance that mm -hmm. I have never had to have before in my life um, because you are not just care worrying about yourself and the other dancers on stage, but you have a set piece. And um, it's architecture in motion wow. is kind of the um, where that, that goes. So all of those things have really greatly influenced where I am as yeah. a dancer and a choreographer. I've always loved being upside down. I've always loved acrobatics and <laughs> um, flying through the air, that risk um, that's involved, kind of the thrill, the high that you get when you're just mm. flying. Um, and so I got to do that in both of those professional companies that I danced for mm. and um, got to travel the world and the U.S. with Diavolo because it's an international touring company. Wow. So that provided experience the unmatched um, that you just can't get from mm -hmm. being in one location. You know, you get to go and meet people in Iowa and then go meet people in South Korea yeah. and dance for dance for them and dance with them and teach. Um, education is always a huge component. Sure. Um, and get to know them. Company. That's cool. For a touring company, yes, because you want to not only leave someone, an audience member with what they see, but you want to hopefully enrich them mm -hmm. in a way that they can feel it. Mm -hmm. um, and I am a huge proponent that dance is best experienced physically. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, of course, we need audience members sitting in the seats, but to fully understand kinesthetically, mm. you can, if you do it, you're going to have a different relationship to what you're seeing. Yeah. So, and it doesn't mean you have to jump off of a 15 foot door because you saw the artist on stage doing it, but maybe you do a trust fall into someone yeah. and you feel that 
okay, I really have to, I have to give in right now. I have to trust someone else that, mm-hmm. for that. So really just taking those principles of, that I've learned um, and still continue to learn um, of trust and um, creation from these mm-hmm. companies. And I bring it into my everyday life. Um, I bring it, of course, into my dancing and choreography. Um, so yeah, those are the two biggest companies that have influenced me. And I mm-hmm. still currently dance for Black Label Movement mm-hmm. um, in Minneapolis yes. and teach for them. So just this year, um, I went traveled to Boston and set one of our um, works, um, dance works on a professional company in Boston um, because they commissioned one of our works. So I was oh, able great. to travel, teach, and set that with the artistic director, Carl Flink. Um, and then I manage the company. So I'm the managing director. So wow. I do everything from dance and teach for the company to write the checks and, and make sure we schedule have re- the calendar. Make, yes, make sure we have rehearsal space. So I, I. And you do that all from here, from Orlando? I do. I do managing um, from afar, luckily mm-hmm. with the day and age and yeah. internet and everything is can be done over. I mean, we, we do a lot of FaceTime and Skype mm-hmm. sessions too because I like to see. And I travel up there. Yeah. Um, I was just up there in September for a weekend of um, an, an arts weekend where we were kind of doing capacity building for the organization. So oh, more of an, an administrative side. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I go up as much as I can. I do have a little one-year-old, so now I uh, can't just go up uh, whenever right, I want. Right. I have a, a little more um, things to consider, but um, it's a very important part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that being a teacher, especially for a performing arts institution like this, um, and really anywhere, the more that you can keep yourself involved in the professional mm-hmm. world, the more that you're going to have fulfillment for yourself mm-hmm. and to offer the students. Right. Because students that are taking class, just like when I went and co- was in college, if you're ta- you know you may just be taking a dance class because it's really fun and you just wanted something to do for an hour on a Tuesday night. Or it could spark something that right. can become your career. And if that, you know, you want people in place that can really inspire you um, to do that. And so I am inspired by staying current in my field. Mm-hmm. Um, and it inspires me to create more and do better and take more classes and learn from more people, which then I hope I can pass on to right. a younger generation. You're bringing a new dancers. perspective into the classroom because the classroom isn't the only place you are. Exactly. It's a great. Um... Uh, great benefit to yes uh, to our students but also to you as a teacher it yes <laughs> gives you new ideas and and fresh perspectives and yeah and that's awesome very exciting yeah. stuff um well i wanted to uh wrap up and talk just a little bit uh, we talked about it before but the move with me I, mm-hmm. um class the baby wearing class just because um <clears throat> You're you're a teacher here, and the the process for you getting involved here. You came and auditioned for Dana. Or? So I was involved with the center um, before the actual building even sure. was built. Um, we um, I applied to be an arts integration teacher uh-huh. for um, a program through PNC Bank, where yes. we go into the schools and we teach um, theater, dance, music. Um, through um, we teach their science lessons through theater, dance, and music through the through the arts. Yeah. So it's a partnership with the Orlando Science Center, and so I started doing that um, in 2014. Wow. Um, the fall of 2014, August, we were meeting with teachers and we were in the classrooms, um, which is another beautiful thing about the Dr. Phillips Center um, because 
before there was even a building, there was work being done in the education program. And 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 that's still going on. That PNC grant is still going on. So and I I do that as well. But you're not bringing the students here to the building now. You're still going to their classrooms. So there's outreach into the community. Oh yes, I I love that integration factor into their curriculum. Yes. their current curriculum, uh, and especially the science approach. I love that partnership with the Orlando yes. Science Center. Yeah, we're all about STEAM. We uh, have yeah. the arts, arts and STEM, STEAM. <laughs> and so that's how I got involved um, with the center was I, um, I had applied for that position. And um, actually, when I did the interview, which is so funny, we talk about technology, I was in Minnesota performing at the Guthrie Theater. Oh. Um, awesome. for Black Label Movement. And so when Dana said, oh, actually it wasn't Dana, it was an assistant, I think want to set up an interview. And I mm-hmm. said, yes, but the day you're doing it, I'm in Minnesota <laughs> performing. And so of course, you know, now knowing Dana extremely well, uh-huh. you know, to her, I think that made me even more um, intriguing. <laughs> That's very exciting. Because she, she was like, well, we'll do a Skype interview. And yeah. so I, you know, my first interview and interaction with the panel was, through Skype, um, and I did my audition where I taught a, a science uh, chemistry lesson through movement and song, um, which was hilarious. And you know, and the first thing they asked is, "So what are you doing at the Guthrie?" You know, so that just uh, kind of mm. uh, kind of comes full circle. Really, I was in in my professional career, um, mm. but still, you know, really excited about what was going on here in Orlando. And yeah, so I um, I am, ba- I'm of course based out of Orlando, but I was gone. So I, I, uh, apl- I applied for that and got in to that and then, you know, got to know the School of Arts and Dana and wanted to teach um, in the actual School of Arts once the building was open. So mm. got involved right away with that. And then I, I'm moved by, I guess impressed by, but maybe I'm just moved by your your investment in it because not only are you teaching, but you came up with this move with me class because you were here and you were pregnant. Yes. You were still teaching <laughs> yes, with taught, your beautiful baby bump. I did. I was teaching throughout <laughs> almost uh, up till about six and a half months of my pregnancy. I was doing the um, dance intensive when I was six months pregnant. Yeah. And so then when you when you had your baby, you saw this. What happened there? What was the process there yeah. for you kind of bringing this <clears throat> this idea to um to Dana, to yeah. the team, and sharing this idea. Uh, it, it, I'm very excited by that. Yeah, so I um, had my son, and my best friend had her daughter a day apart. Oh, wow. So we <laughs> um, we have William and Daphne. They're two peas in a pod. She actually lives in Canada. Uh-huh. And so we, you know, we had these little ones. We're both dancers. We're both choreographers. And so we put them on us and we wore them and we danced and we yeah. kept doing things and we talked a lot about it and she actually was able to start one a little bit sooner um, up in Canada so uh-huh. she started a class in Canada and I um, collaborated with her we talked about how hers was going to get started and all of that um, but due to the fact that I was doing a lot of other teaching here right. I, and I just had a newborn I didn't start mine at the same time she did but um as soon as I felt there was a nice open space, I came to Dana and said, you know, I've had this idea. Um, it's it's been been pretty successful with my friend up in Canada. We kind of got hers going. Um, and I'd love to bring new moms or dads or caretakers into the center. One of one of the most critical things is when you have a baby, when you mm-hmm. have a new baby, a lot of times you're a little ostracized by 
the world because yeah. it's you and a little one. And you're um, on a different timeline. If every, everything, everything is different. <laughs> it's a 24 yeah. hour timeline and then yeah. it's not really a it's very nine different. to five world. No. And, and, and yeah. so, and I mean, depending on if you're, you know, staying home for a little bit and going back to work, mm-hmm. if you work part time, you know, it changes your life. Yeah. Um, and one of something you don't think of is I'm going to go into a big, beautiful performing arts institution. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't bring, I'm going to bring my three month old into a performing arts center. Yeah. That's not normally something you think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but this gives, gives that group of people, these moms or dads or, or people that even caretakers an ability to bring a young child into such a beautiful building. And it's not even about the building when I say beautiful building, what's happening inside, um, which they wouldn't get the chance to do. Totally different energy in their lives. And, um, and I love to move and I danced throughout my entire pregnancy and um, babies love to move. Movement is inherent. You know, a lot of times as you get older, it gets, you get told, that's weird or you're not a good dancer or something <laughs> right. like that. And then it, you know, it puts things on kids. And then, but if you watch any kid, they love to move. Mm-hmm. And before they can walk, they still love to move. So they were moving in your belly the entire time. Yeah. And they were moving with you. They were, yeah, moving the whole time as mm-hmm. you're moving. So they love movement. And so it was important to me to, to keep that movement going for um, little ones and also offer something to new moms um, or new dads and say, you know, you can come here, you can be fulfilled um, and find a community um, in this performing arts space and you can be fulfilled emotionally, Mm. supported, um, and get a little workout because it's really fun to, to do that. I would imagine it has an effect on the brain chemistry too because mm. now, especially this is from a mom perspective, but the hormonal wash is a serious deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the lack of sleep is a serious deal on your brain chemistry. Oh, yes. Um, and so having that time of movement mm. to music with other people, um, I would imagine knowing what I know about um about trying to develop neural pathways um, through occupational therapy for my child, um, that I would imagine that that's really, really important for new moms uh, and new dads who are are, experiencing uh, something. Yeah, and on a different time time. clock and really sleep deprived, that that would really um, help their brain chemistry and help them reconnect and make new neural pathways, but as well as kind of get them back uh, back into the swing of things a little bit yeah. yeah it was it was very fun the first session we had we had many very very young ones so seven weeks old mm, um, eight wow. weeks old and the moms were on some of them were on maternity leave sure. and it just worked out perfectly that the, when the session started they were able to come and do six weeks of it with their Perfect. with their new little bundle and it gave them a reason to get up on a Monday morning <laughs> and and get the baby ready and get, get out of the house yeah it gave them a reason to do that and um, just just to be able to connect with other people and move and definitely create. I mean, when you're moving, when you're you know you're learning, you're moving mm-hmm. to music, you're learning from an instructor. I mean, the neural pathways that are created yeah, yeah. are I mean, that's great, huge. So it's it's been a joy, an absolute joy to lead um, that class. I love it. I, I I've made friends from it, mm-hmm. and our little ones. You get to watch them. And now I have people that have been with me since the first session and they, you know, I've, they're like, they're so much older now. And that just to see the right. little ones, how they've, right. how they've grown together and, and the moms just to just watch them enjoy mm-hmm. moving and mm-hmm. being in the space and have something a little different. And some of them not, you know, 
one one woman surprised me so much. I was like, "You must have danced." I'm like, "You you like you do you can do everything. You must have danced." And she's like, "Man, a long long time ago, a couple classes." And so then it's really even beautiful to see. Wow, she's got that. She has that talent, right. natural ability at how you know, and she's in her thirties, and she really hasn't danced that much, but she can come in. And I'm doing hard stuff with these moms. We're doing, mm. I mean, Paul Taylor combinations. Really? Who's a modern, um, you know, wow. a, a modern choreographer. Mm-hmm. I'm not. We're not. You know, we're not just doing a little funky thing. We do funky things, but I mean, I'm really challenging. <laughs> it's not just them. stretching. It's yes. It's not just stretching. It, it you know, it, it's it, real movement. It, we're moving. I mean, mm-hmm. we're doing um, real. Co- I mean, I say real. It sounds funny, but. Um, professional level combinations. Yeah, I'm yeah. teaching them combinations I learned from um, professors in college and combinations I've developed in my own professional career. Mm. Um, and they're doing great and they're loving it. And sometimes they look at me like I have two heads because they're like, <laughs> what? you want me to do what while I'm wearing the baby? Um, but just the energy in the room. They're so excited to be there to move with each other, move with their baby. And um, it's just, it's, what a great experience. It's so fun. I just absolutely love it. So you'll be teaching that again. We're talking about our spring yes. classes that are on sale now. Yes. Um, and we recommend registration by January 2nd. Yeah. Um, so you'll be teaching the move with me yep, again. Two sessions of that. I'll also be, um, I'm on the on the docket to teach um, hip hop and jazz. Okay, great. Um, in the spring and um Anything else? I'm always I'm always around the building. Anything else that needs to be subbed? I'm subbing more creative movement and um, great. Yeah, we still have the full range yes, of classes everything. for all, all the different ages. Awesome. Well, thank you so yeah. much for sharing about your vision and and your practice with uh, with dance here at uh, the Dr. Phillips Center School of the Arts. Arts for Every Life, a podcast of the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts in Orlando, Florida.